You are listening to the Impact Church Podcast. To learn more about Impact Church, visit us online at impactharlem.org. You can also check us out on social media. Well, good morning. I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm going to be honest with you. The food at work was not as good as I was expecting, so I didn't get to eat as much as I really wanted to. However, I was still content with what I had and just praising Jesus for a job at a time when so many people are out of work. So uh, I do pray that you and your family had a good Thanksgiving. We're going to wrap up our thank you notes series this morning. And what I want to do is just kind of recap the the first two weeks of this series and Uh, In week one, we looked at Jesus healing some lepers and how he told them to to go before they were even healed and show themselves to the priest. And on their way to the priest, they were healed. And we see that most of them continued on towards the priest, but one turned around to go back and thank Jesus for healing him. And he just cried out in a loud voice, thank you, for healing me. So we, we looked at the difference between a, a outward type blessing, an outward type healing, and an inner type healing where the heart actually changes and we actually start running toward Jesus because of all the things that he's done in our life. And then last week, we looked at that funny, bad word of contentment and we realized that, man, there's probably some times in life where we aren't very content. And I was honest with you guys, and I told you that that's something that I I struggle with, that I have to be intentional about, is allowing God to do what God is doing in whatever season I'm in. And just being content with what God is doing in that season. And again, that doesn't mean that we don't continue to take steps. It doesn't mean that we don't continue to pursue Jesus. It simply means that we are content with Him that his grace is truly sufficient for us, that we truly live an attitude of gratitude. And then this week, I want to start off by telling you how thankful I am for you. Because not only should we be thankful for God and the things that he's done, but we should be thankful for others. And I want you guys to know how thankful I am for you and why I'm thankful for you. So this is what God has done through Impact Church in our first year in 2020, a crazy year around the world. And it's because of your faithfulness that God continues to work. So just listen to some of these things that he's done. We've seen five salvations this year through Impact because of Jesus. Five people whose lives were forever changed. Five people who now has a a hope and a confidence of eternal life with Jesus. We've seen five baptisms, people taking that next step of faith, where they're saying, hey, I want to publicly declare that I'm following Christ. And we've got to be a part of that and see that. We've seen multiple kids and families fed during the COVID thing late last school year. So school ended and there was kids that didn't have any food. So because of your faithfulness, we were able to feed 
about 18 families every week during the end of the school year and a little bit into the summer. We bought clothes for kids in need as the school year began, and these kids didn't have any clothes to wear to school. So you guys came together as a church, and we bought some clothes for some kids in this family. We provided backpacks for needy students at this school, and you guys did that. You took backpacks home. You filled those backpacks and you brought them back and we were able to give those away to needy students right here at North Harlem Elementary. New relationships have been formed. Community has taken place in life groups. We were able to gift all the teachers and staff here at North Harlem with gift cards just to tell them thank you. And spiritual growth in the lives of so many people has taken place. And I want to thank you for that because it's because of your faithfulness that we're able to do anything that we can do as a church. And that God honors that. And I don't say all this to, to elevate you and I don't say all this to elevate impact. I say all of this to, to show that God is faithful and that God is still working. That God is still active, that God is still a God of miracles, that dead lives are coming back to life through salvation, that relationships are being restored, that reconciliation is taking place, that needy people are being taken care of by the church, that we're truly showing God's love to the world. And it's because of your abundant generosity that we're able to do any of that. Thank you for your commitment and thank you for chasing after Jesus together. Let's pray. God, I just, and I love you. I pray that as we dig into your word this morning, that you speak. God, thank you for the people in this room. God, I thank you that they continuously take their next steps of faith. God, I thank you for their abundant generosity. God, I thank you that they love you and they love people. God, be with us the rest of this service. Change our hearts. Change our lives. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just want to give you really quick three ways to live a life of thanksgiving. Three ways to live a life of thanksgiving. And this is thanksgiving to God. Number one is this. Prayer. And that sounds pretty simple. But we see in Colossians 4 2, it says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. So let's kind of let's be practical about this idea of prayer just for a minute. Prayer isn't necessarily standing up or sitting down or kneeling and putting your hands together and giving some eloquent speech to God. So when we talk about prayer and we see prayer in Scripture, that is not what it's talking about. What it's talking about is simply a conversation with God. Let's have a conversation with God. So the first way to me that we can truly live a life of thanksgiving is to be in communion with God. 
is to have a relationship with him that consists of us communicating with him. And it's really hard to have a relationship with someone if you don't ever talk to them. Sometimes they may not want you to talk to them. But it's hard to continuously grow in any type of relationship if there's no communication. So the first way that we can live a life of thanksgiving is to have communication with God through prayer. And it doesn't have to be some eloquent speech. It doesn't have to be some amazing, drawn-out, written-out prayer. For one, God knows whether that's true or not. He knows if you're really that smart where you can write those words or say those words. So don't try to fool them. Man, just be real with them. And it's going to feel weird sometimes because you're going to talk to them just like you're talking to anybody else. But man, when we truly get in an intimate relationship with Jesus, man, prayer becomes a staple of our life. Man, and the more that we're communicating with God, the, the more that it's just poured into our minds and into our hearts, all the blessings that we have in life. So as we're praying, it causes us to be watchful in thanksgiving. It causes us to remember what God's done. It causes us to truly live a life with a grateful heart, with thanksgiving. The second way to live a life of thanksgiving is this, is praise. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Listen, we don't come to church on Sunday morning and sing songs just because that's a traditional thing to do and that's what church is supposed to be like. That's not why we do it. We do it to praise a God who is worthy to be praised. We do it because we have thanksgiving in our heart and we're so thankful and grateful that He is just amazing and loving, full of grace and mercy. And we do it to say thank you to a God who's worthy of that praise. And praise isn't just what we do here on Sunday morning. And that's, that's part of it. We get to sing some songs. We get to lift our voices. We get to cry out to God through music together corporately, but that's not the only type of praise that there is. Now, when you're driving to work and the Spirit just kind of overwhelms you and you just cry out how great God is, that's praise. And when someone is talking to you and you get to tell your story and what God's done for you and you get to promote Jesus, that's praise. And what we, what we like as humans a lot of times is we like other people to praise us. And it feels good. Let's be honest. It feels good when we're at work or when we're just with a, a group of peers 
and we begin to get praised for so maybe leadership skills or praise for a project that we completed or praise because we're funny or praise because we're handsome or whatever it may be, that makes us feel really good inside. And here's the thing is we're not worthy of that praise at all. But God, who is worthy of all praise, man, we, we fail to give him the praise that he deserves a lot of times. So to live a life of thanksgiving, we get to, first of all, just have communion with him. Communicate with him. Pray consistently. Make that a staple of your life where you constantly talk to God. Find some moments in your day where you can just get alone with him. And pour your heart out. And then praise Him. Praise Him for what He's done in your life. And again, we, we talked about last week that even if He doesn't do what we think He should do, His grace and mercy and salvation will always be enough for praise. No matter what else happens in your life. So we have prayer and we have praise. And then the third way that we can live a life of thanksgiving is persistence. See in Colossians 2, 6 and 7, it says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Man, we're called to live a life of persistence. We're called to live a life that is built and rooted in Jesus. And I think a lot of times as, as churchgoers, it's, it's really easy for us to, to come to church on Sunday mornings and to never truly be rooted in Christ. It's really, really simple for us to, to show up on Sunday mornings and to show our faces and maybe to give a little bit and the offering and to lift our hands up when we're singing and we're truly never rooted and built up in Christ. We're not persistently chasing after Jesus. We're not continuously growing spiritually. And scripture teaches that when the trials of life comes and we're not built on the rock of Christ that, man, we'll just fall apart. But man, when we build our life in Christ, when we allow Jesus to be at the center of everything that we do and everything that we are, when the trials of life come, we can still be thankful because of who He is. We can still be content because of who He is. And we can truly worship and praise. So this morning, here's my challenge for us. My challenge for us is that we truly get to a place in our life to where prayer is a staple, to where we truly communicate with God on a regular basis. 
Again, it doesn't have to be a fancy prayer. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It doesn't have to be anything special. What it has to be is a conversation from your heart to the King of Kings. Man, and that's when our relationship becomes a little more intimate, and that's when we're watchful for Thanksgiving. And I want to challenge you to, to praise. I want to challenge you to give God everything that you are. And he's worthy of that. We just went through the book of Ephesians where we saw that God takes dead people and brings them back to life. That God rips people out of the darkness and puts them into his marvelous light. How God is restoring all things back to himself. How God is a God of grace and mercy and love. Man, he's worthy to be praised. And as we close, man, I want to talk about this, this, last, this last point just a little more and how to be persistent in that. How to be persistent in that walk. What's it look like? Now we talk about it a lot. We say, hey, let's take our next step of faith. Let's continue to grow. Let's be persistent. Let's, let's be more mature spiritually. Let's allow our hearts to align with the heart of God. These are all great sayings, but what's it mean? How can we actually do it? How can we truly be persistent? How can we truly grow spiritually? How can we truly take our next steps of faith? And I want to give you a, a practical answer this morning. And here it is. This is how you could take your next step of faith. You let go of your own personal desires and you allow God to be the center of your life. And you're like, man, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds easy. But man, it's so hard as humans. It's so hard with flesh and sinful natures to throw away our desires. But Scripture teaches us this. Scripture teaches us to die to self, not once, not twice, not three times, four times, five times. He says to die to yourself daily. Take up the cross and follow Jesus. And I'll never forget uh, my granddad. He was he was a pastor, and he went and spoke at a at a recovery home. He was speaking for their graduation, and I had never been to anything like that before. I was pretty young, and man, it was it was eye opening for me because I I didn't really understand what it meant for people to actually be in addiction and recover from addiction and how that actually affected their life and what their mindset was with all of that. And before he spoke at that little graduation, one of the recovering addicts got up to speak and said something that I'll never forget in my life, and I've, I've tried to adopt that as a Christian. But they said, for most people, you take it day by day. Before an addict, you take it moment by moment. And it's like that for us as Christians. 
We can't look at it day to day. It's a moment by moment walk with Christ. And there's decisions that we must make multiple times a day. And we have to bathe those decisions in prayer. We have to communicate with God throughout the entire day, moment by moment, decision by decision. And we have to give Him praise for who He is, understanding that He's supreme and He's in control and we're not going to move unless He tells us to move. I'm thankful for you. But I'm prayerful for you as well that you continue to take steps. That you continue to die to self each and every day. In each and every moment of those days. And that you take up your cross and you follow after Jesus. That you lessen who you are man, so that he could be magnified so that he could be made known to the world. And if we truly want to live a life of thanksgiving, and we pray continuously, and we give him the praise that he deserves, and we are persistent with our walk, we're constantly growing, constantly taking next steps, constantly allowing his love and grace and mercy to overflow out of us. And this morning I want to pray and that we all do that. That we all take whatever that next step is for us to take. But that we're practical about it. And you know, you know what it is for you. You know what it is that you need to crucify every day for you. You know what it is, which you know what you need to crucify every moment for you. And I'm praying today that you lay that down at the feet of Jesus. That you say, hey, at least in this moment, I'm choosing Jesus. At least right now, right here, I'm choosing Jesus. And then as you leave and you just experience victory by choosing Jesus, when the next moment comes, I pray that you choose Jesus again. And I pray that your days are full of moments where you choose Jesus. I pray that your weeks are full of days where you choose Jesus and your months are full of weeks where you choose Jesus and your year is full of months where you choose Jesus and your life is full of choosing Jesus. Don't quit running the race. Man, there's a reward at the end. Keep running. Keep chasing. Keep fighting. And keep choosing Jesus. Let's pray. God, I... Thank you for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast. For this and other messages, visit us online at impactharlem.org. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes, and share it with your friends on social media. Once again, thanks for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast.